1: LHS is a podcast about Linux, open source, and amateur radio for everyone. Now here are your hosts, Russ, K5TUX, Cheryl, W5MOO, and Bill, NE4RD.
2: Well, hello, everybody, and welcome. You are tuned in to episode number 286 of Linux in the Ham Shack. And this is going to be a combination deep dive into Hamvention, our total wrap-up, and a revisit of the episode that wasn't so we'll start with who we are i'm russ k5tux
0: i'm cheryl w5moo and i'm bill any4rd
2: so as many of you have probably figured out or experienced directly we were at hamvention last week and hamvention 2019 was excellent as far as i'm concerned i think we had a great time at the show and we're going to talk all about the things that we did and saw and the people we met and all of that in this wrap up episode, but we had a new recording set up at Amvention 2019 and it was supposed to make our lives easier, but sort of tended to make things worse. So, I mean, it it had some of the intended effects. One of the intended effects was to make our setup smaller and more compact and easier to set up. Now that it did do. It interfaces directly with a it's a digital mixer, so there's no uh front facing controls. You have all your ports for mics and auxes, main outs and such, but all of the controls are handled in software. And that part of it seemed to work really well once I got the software kind of figured out. Another part of it is that it's Wi-Fi, so you connect to it through Wi-Fi to, you know, flip all the switches and toggle all the faders and all that nonsense. Um, it can do that in two ways. It can connect to an access point, or it can be an access point, which is really nice. This particular model only allows you to use the USB port as a recording port. So you put a USB device into it, and you can record the mixed audio onto the USB stick. Now, we did that for the first night, and it worked perfectly. And I was able well, to put out the episode. Almost, right?
3: No, <laughs> the first night did work perfectly, right? You uh, said the levels were The levels were really, super, really low.
2: super low. <laughs> um, but through audacity i was able to amplify my head ha- i had to amplify him to like 32 or something <laughs> I, <laughs> oh, which is a lot yeah. <laughs> if you're familiar with audacity yeah. yeah so we're not sure why the output volume was so low but we you know at least the episode was recorded i could fix it in post and get that published now the second day everything looked like it was working fine we recorded an episode uh shut everything down went home i went to edit the episode the next day you know i pulled the usb drive out and the file was corrupted so we had nothing i had 15 minutes of audio from before where i just had the mics open and was testing to make sure it was doing what it was supposed to do and then the actual recording had nothing in it
0: interesting
2: yeah so this (laughs) is not cool No. Uh, so next time hmm. I'm going to make sure that I record it onto a, a different device, not the USB stick, because if nothing else, I can, uh, adjust the record levels.
0: Can you use your little handy record thingy, Madoodles? I
2: can actually. I can get a cable if I don't have one already that can actually record directly into the portable recorders. So. Gotcha um which probably should have been done this time but yeah, who knows maybe. you know it's it has a usb <laughs> recording port i mean that's what it's for yeah, it's spo-
0: so yeah it's supposed to do that but <laughs> yeah you know. it's supposed to just yeah. work
2: and it just <laughs> yeah. so that's why we're going to talk a little bit about what happened on saturday first so the first thing I recall about Saturday, well, if you recall the last episode, we had a scooter incident,
0: <laughs> a massive scooter incident. Right. So, so we're not
2: going to revisit yeah. scooter incident number one, but apparently on Saturday we had another scooter incident. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, apparently this is this is the. Uh, he mentioned nineteen was the year that people were trying to kill Cheryl. Cheryl's <laughs> bruise from scooter incident number one is now down to. Uh, a six-inch long bruise, which originally started out as a dinner plate-sized bruise, so she's recovering from that. Uh, second scooter incident um, was not nearly as bad as the first one, but Bill had a look of alarm on his face when the guy plowed into the table on Saturday. So and kind of did one of those <laughs> what again? Yeah. So
3: yeah. Yeah, and I went over and I asked Tom, I was like, did you guys have any scooter accidents over there? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he was like, no, but we had a few of them that couldn't like make the U-turn. They would do a U-turn right in front of the, the booth, uh, in front right. of his booth. And he's like, yeah, they would be like taking out people <laughs> and stuff like that. But he like, nobody actually hit the booth. You know, I <laughs> so, I fully uh,
0: contend that, you, you know, because the Hamvention rents these scooters out. They should have some sort of, like, driving lessons because the guy on Saturday did the, oh, my God, I can't stop. My thought in my head was let go of the handle that is controlling your scooter. (laughs) So I will say maybe they should make sure these people know how to operate these things.
2: I will say there is some precedent for this, though, because some because in some cases you have to understand that when when you hit something and you're being thrust forward you will still roll well no that that motion is also causing you to do other things in a forward way and one of those things can be pushing on the throttle you know what i'm saying right um but he that he started halfway to the
0: booth so you know he said i can't stop but he's still at his hand <laughs> motivating the scooter forward i was right. like let go of the I throttle i think dude. what he said
2: was this thing has no brakes yeah, which is true like it's true <laughs>
0: excuse me yeah bill and i are sick so there you go
2: yeah Yeah. yeah. for us to catch up well hopefully that doesn't (laughs) happen so anyway we we survived two or cheryl i should say survived two scooter incidents (laughs) yeah all right um and and I, this and the funny thing is is there are a lot of scooters at Hamvention, and and to now I don't well, I don't no. recall having ever, ever having any hit the booth. The,
0: no, I don't <laughs> think we've ever had any hit the booth either. But the thing is, it seemed to me like Hera had a lot more. It's the same company that's renting them, right? But it seemed like people were more readily renting them at Hera than they were here. I don't know where the scooter rental is.
3: Yeah,
2: it's
0: Xenia, somewhere on the grounds, obviously. But I don't, I don't know where.
3: I, I would
2: assume it's somewhere near the ticket booth because you're going to want right. to pick picked it up right when right you get there. there. Yeah.
3: So. Um, but I think like the big difference. Uh oh, Bill, you're broken up
2: again. Ah, yep. wow. You need a new computer. Back. Yeah, not back. So we'll wait for Bill to uh
3: reboot or <laughs> re- whatever. Re- yeah,
2: reboot. Figure out what we're going to do. He's like, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> How can this be any worse? Right,
0: exactly. Well, at
2: least we know this one's actually being recorded. So Do we? Yes.
0: Are you sure you're recording?
2: Well, see, the thing is, I'm recording, but since Bill had to reboot, he's not recording. So I'm going to have to rely on my recording.
0: Well, guess what? I need to cough again. <clears throat> if somebody would just shoot me, I'd be so happy. <laughs>
2: not going to happen. Yeah, thanks. Although. We could just put you in line in front of some random scooters, and they just well, might yeah, take Well, yeah, they would just you.
0: take me out. Yeah, <laughs> <you know. laughs>
2: um,
0: I'm still surprised from the first scooter accident that we did not sustain damage to monitors and stuff that were on the table. Yeah. I, you know, Bill and I were apparently moving quite well to keep crap from hitting the floor. Well,
2: that's an interesting thing, because I was going to talk a little bit about the booth layout, and we did make some changes to the booth layout this time. And we're going to get down into talking about the support we got through our GoFundMe campaign. But we'll talk a little bit about what some of the, that funding actually went to this year. Right. So would you like to complete your thought before I talk about the booth setup?
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I was like, you know, I think because it's. It, the, the aisleways are much wider than they were at Hera. Right. These guys in the scooters are, are being real brazen, going from one side of the aisle to the other. Yeah, they're kind of zigzagging and having back and forth. And a lot and of forth. turning and zigzagging, were like, before, when there were so many people in Hera and also the narrow aisleways, they would basically just stay on one side and just go all the way to the end, turn around, come back right. on the other side. Yeah. Right. Uh, so they're trying to, you know, save a lot of time by doing this, but they're also, uh, you know
0: breaking some a havoc lot of people at risk yeah
3: <laughs> <laughs> with their inability to turn these things because they don't, they don't turn very sharp no so yeah
0: no and you know and the thing is i you know i kind of look at it from the fact that i have been an electric wheelchair user for the past 25 years and you know when they're like oh i can't stop i'm like yes yes you can but even you know even when we go out to walmart or whatever or an amusement park or whatever people will be two feet in front of me and stop to look at a map or whatever and i end up clipping them on their ankles because my chair doesn't stop immediately and i feel bad about it and the people get mad at me but i'm like look you can't just stop dead in front of me because i will clip you my chair still rolls a little bit especially if i'm going downhill before the actual brake on my chair kicks in and stops the motor. So, but people don't get that. But, you know, when, they, when they've when got, you know, full throttle going on their chair going, well, I don't have any brakes. Yeah, well, yeah, you kind of do. Yeah, Get your hand off the throttle. You'll be okay.
2: So, so, you were saying that the incident didn't cause anything to fall off the table, and I wanted to right. sort of migrate that into our discussion of the booth layout, the things we did a little bit differently this year. The first thing we did is we took some of the donation money and we bought a TV stand and a larger television. Well, that was actually purchased last year, but that was with donation money. Right. So that actually enabled us to have a nice slideshow going in the back. Right. And one of the things we're discussing for next year is to buy another one of those and another TV and get rid of the manual banner setup. Right. So that should make things more efficient, plus give us an opportunity to provide more detailed information. Uh, in the back of the booth, and not just static information because the banners is like as soon as you print them, they're out of date, right. And,
0: yeah, things have changed since we had the banners printed. so right.
2: So some of the donation money we got this time is gonna go to getting another one of those TV stands and another television. We're gonna wait until Black Friday rolls around to do that because that's the cheapest time you can buy television. Well, Black Friday and right before the Super Bowl right. are the are the two times, times to buy yeah. TVs um yeah
3: we just need the the same 1080p fixed. well right. the
0: problem is we we may have lost a tv on the way home yeah we're not sure we're what not happened. sure so uh-oh yeah the tv box is kind of bent in half. Yeah, the not-
2: house has a significant bend in it and i'm not sure what's going on there but
0: we, we, we yeah we that. haven't checked it out yet so russ unloaded <laughs> the tv it, it, it unloaded my car yesterday because, obviously, yeah. I've been sick, and I couldn't hoss the TV box out of there.
2: And I can't imagine the TV being bent, but something weird is going on, and we'll we'll figure we'll, that out. We'll figure that out, <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, I asked him yesterday. I had to buy two yeah. TVs. I was right? like, do you want to plug the TV in now? And he's like, no, I really I just want to go home. Yeah. Because I was actually, we met for dinner in Springfield, and I was about 15 minutes behind him, so he got his car unloaded. And then, you know, I was like, just stay there and I'll be home in a second. You can unload mine, which, you know, luckily you guys didn't put that much stuff in my car. But it was when he pulled the TV out. He's like, yeah, there's a problem here. I was like, oh, eh, that's not good. And I was like, but there was nothing, you know, nothing happened. I didn't go anywhere this week. You know, and the TV seemed well supported. He's like, yeah, but the TV box is kind of bent in half and I'm not sure why.
2: I'm like oh okay well so yeah yeah it's
3: weird <laughs> i mean there's some gappage in there but yeah we'll,
2: we'll there. figure out what's going <laughs> on with that but anyway that's that's one change we made and one change we're going to make another one was we um we had a we took the side curtain down and we had a, a like a return on the front table and that sort of gave better access to inside the booth and uh getting out and talking to people on the on the show floor which was nice
0: yeah be, and, well the yeah. side curtain made a major issue for me right getting in and out, getting in them. and out to go pee or whatever so yeah so and
2: then the other change that we made that i think is significant is we took the monitors and instead of standing them up we um we took these uh laptop stands from a large scandinavian retailer <laughs> and
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> it starts with an i
3: something to do with right? meatball, yeah right? <laughs>
2: And use them as the monitor stands so that they laid more or less flat. flat. They were probably at a 20 degree angle or something like that. Well,
0: there's one right here and under my laptop. So, right.
2: Yeah. And that made it so that people were actually able to see from a standing position what was going what on, was on, on. the screen. Right. And it also made it so that for us, like if I wanted to demonstrate something to somebody outside, I could see the screen too. And it made it much easier. To, to demonstrate or to show something to people who are standing in front of the booth
0: yeah because that was always an issue in the past they'd be like well what is this program you're like i don't know
2: right. what does it look like you yeah. have to stand up so, and like you know turn the screen around over, or, right, or peek yeah. over or, or like actually go in front of the booth to show what was going on right so
0: that was bill's job yeah. <laughs> bill what's on the monitor <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah.
2: so those are pretty significant changes and i think they worked uh well, greatly to our benefit yes. Um so we're gonna try and keep the layout the same. We're gonna get rid of the static banner, uh put in two screens in the back of the booth, which will allow us to keep the slideshow on one, um, show the banner content in the other, and also use one or the other uh to do demonstrations, show applications, um, anything like that. So uh that should that should make for a more efficient and a more robust setup, you know, going forward from twenty twenty on. So we wanna definitely thank the people who you know, donated for that. And we're going to go down through the list of our GoFundMe supporters here in a little bit. Um, but I definitely wanted to make sure we uh, let people know where that's going. And one of the other things we're going to use some of the donation money from or for is I'm going to get a new server. Well, it's not a new server, but I'm going to get a better server and I'm going to make it wholly for Linux in the ham shack. It's going to support the shop site and the regular website and be used for our... Uh, It's going to have its database stored locally instead of remotely, so that should make everything faster, uh, more efficient, and we're going to be looking at getting a site redesign. So here's where I put out the call for web designers and front-end developers, particularly if you're using WordPress, (laughs) or really better at WordPress than I am, and have more time than I do. If you want to help us with our site redesign, we want to hear from you.
0: Yeah, chime out there, (laughs) chime out So.
2: Uh, but we definitely need to do a site redesign and we, we're definitely going to work on that because, um, our site's starting to look very old. It's very wordy. Um, the, the part where we do analytics and the website, the, uh, the actual episode hosting needs to be redone. Uh, so we can have, uh, like I say, better analytics and stuff like that. So there's, there's a whole thing that needs to be done there that I simply don't have time for. So, and uh let's see i don't want to say any more about that i don't think i want to say any more about that so that that's like the booth handvention. okay so let's see what else can we talk about let's let's see if we can revisit some of the stuff from like friday and saturday that we didn't get to talk about before where at least all of us were well bill and i were really drunk
0: (laughs) no you weren't
3: really well Well, bill Bill was was really drunk yeah poor yeah. bill. that's yeah, possible. Saturday. Maybe that's why the <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Didn't work yeah. Out so well. I'm thinking uh I think there was something uh, wrong with uh like a operator headspace <laughs> error or
2: something. <laughs> um yeah. So anyway, unfortunately we lost all of that. But what we'll <laughs> see some of the things we talked about were uh going to the thing on Friday night
0: right, which, which was, was the man, It was well, an iCom
2: event, right? It was
0: Yeah, it was iCom <laughs> promoting some other... D-Star. Yeah, their yeah, D-Star. D-Star. They were focusing so. on
2: D-Star, right? And it just so happened that John Amadeo, who is AA6JA and the producer of Last Man Standing... Is yes, that the
0: a- correct right?
2: AA6JA.
0: Alright, alright. <laughs> I didn't think that was right.
2: Well, you can look it up, but I'm sure I'm right.
0: Alright.
2: Um, <clears throat> Yeah, he was there and did a little presentation about Last Man Standing, and we got to talk to him after the show, and ICOM did their little spiel about you know, ICOM and D Star, Right. And uh, pushed aside any questions about the 9,300 and or 9,700. It's the 9,700 that has a drift issue, right? They, they, yeah, they didn't talk about
3: that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: they acknowledge, well, they, the, fact they, that they
3: acknowledge the fact that right. uh, they are fielding calls. They have fielding calls on it. And they said, if you have a specific issue with the 9,700, you need to document that with their team so that they can pass that on to the engineering staff so that they can get that uh, addressed appropriately. Um, they they kind of made fun of the trolls <laughs> and the forums and stuff like that. Um, that's not being very helpful. And it's like, you know, we don't go to forums for for our developers and engineers to fix things. So uh, you need to make sure those actually get into calls and logged as tickets in their system so that can be escalated properly to uh, get that radio uh, hopefully uh, back uh, where it needs to be. I, I've seen quite a few uh, uh, videos and stuff like that on the drift on it. Apparently, is about eighteen hertz of drift over time, but uh, WSJTX uh, does not flake out with it, so it shouldn't be really a problem for most people. I think it's just
0: uh,
3: <coughs> you know people being <laughs> uh, complainers. You're wrong
0: on the call <laughs> sign. I knew you were. Okay. It's NN six or NNJ six or no NN six JA? No, J- no, NN six JA. A-
3: yeah, it is
2: right
0: there.
2: I don't think NN six. Yes, is even that valid. is
0: correct. That that is that is his.
2: That's an alias.
0: That's his email. That's that was the email that he sent me.
2: Yeah, no, but that's not his call sign. His call sign is AA six JA. Okay. Yeah. All right. His current call sign. <clears throat> yeah.
0: Because when the emails come to me, it says NN six JA. Yeah, no,
2: I don't know what that is, but that's not. I don't even know that NN six is valid. I don't know. Uh, it is valid. It is. Uh, <clears throat> but no, he he has a. Uh, he has the two by two advanced style call sign, AA six J A. Right. All um, right. <clears throat> yeah. So anyway, uh where were we? <laughs> oh, we we're talking about ICOM. ICOM in the ninety seven hundred so talk- Yes. ICOM, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I mean they're they're gonna take care of that, obviously. Um and it's it, it's apparently not as a big a problem as some people are making it up to be, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, so they gave away some, uh, last man standing merch. They gave away some icons or uh, some D star stuff, which none of us won. Um, <laughs> so Bill, did you win the big prize? <laughs> got a t-shirt. No, I got a t-shirt. No, I'm talking about from Hamvention. Did you? Win?
0: Oh, oh, sorry.
3: No, no, I did buy two tickets this year just to, you know, increase my chances, but no, I didn't win anything. <laughs>
2: what do you mean increase your chance? Oh, you mean because instead of buying one, you bought two.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I figured it's only twenty twenty bucks or right. whatever. So,
2: well, I didn't buy any tickets this year, so I had no chance of winning, so I didn't. Uh, they did provide some decent food, though, so that was good. Uh, I'm talking about uh, the icon thing, not him mentioned. So,
3: yeah, yeah, the food was pretty good. I had some hors d'oeuvres and uh, just some, you know, regular drinks, tea and stuff. All right,
2: tea, soda,
0: <clears throat> water. Yeah, but
3: it lasted just a little too it long. It did go a little yeah, long, think- but that's all right. We were all a little
2: tired.
0: Well, yeah, because <laughs> Bill fell asleep. So. <laughs> oh
2: yeah, that's because yeah. Bill is drunk. Anyway. Yeah, well, you yeah. know. But we, <laughs> we, we did we get did to get hang to out with John. Yeah, we yeah. did get to hang out with John a little bit afterwards, which was great. And he said he would come by the booth the next day, which he did. Uh but he, I think he was basically plowing through Hamvention on.
0: Well, he uh, said that on Friday night that he was he was limited on time. Right. So he was going to yeah. have to get his you know his crap together and get through there. So. But we do, yeah, Yeah. he
2: did, he did stop by, he did, you know, talk to us for a couple of minutes, and we definitely want to thank John for, you know, like, remembering who we are, and, uh... Well, yeah, (laughs) because, well, it was
0: kind of funny, because when, you know, I was the first one to approach him Friday night, and I stuck my hand out and went, hi, W5MO from Linux, and he's like, yeah, I know who you are, and I was like, okay, (laughs) so, so that was kind of cool, but...
2: And, uh... Yeah, so that was nice. It was really nice to get to meet him. I, I, there was talk like both nights that Jet from the show was going to be around, and I don't, I don't,
0: I don't ever, I
3: remember seeing him. Yeah. yeah, he was there on Saturday. He did make the rounds. I saw him in several videos and stuff like that. So uh, he did make it around uh, to like the youth forum and to. Uh, I think he made it to the ham nation, uh, forum and over onto Tom's booth as well. And he met, uh, that, uh, Doug Wheelock, the astronaut right there. So, so he was around and, uh, spoke, uh, quite, uh, quite a bit. Um, and yeah, it's really, uh, really well-spoken young
2: man. Very good. Uh, sorry, we didn't get to, you know, see him, uh, but Bill apparently did. Right. <laughs> so that's very cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I
0: actually said if we if he stopped by the booth, we'd give him a QSL card. So, which is why we we went you know prepared with them. But right,
2: all right. So let's see. Let's try and remember some of the other stuff we talked about on Saturday um, and didn't get to record. One of the things I remember talking about was Tom Foy came by the booth and he has an idea for a project where he's going to create a database of uh, QRM, basically. Where they're gonna go around this is for VHF and UHF, where they want to have locality specific QRM database so you can figure out where interference is and stuff like that. And you talked to me about it a little bit. Unfortunately that was on Saturday last week. And since then I have been sort of out of pocket and I completely forgot where I put his actual call sign. <laughs> so I don't remember what his I'm, call sign is.
0: I'm was. sure it's written down somewhere. I'm sure office. it is.
2: Um there are probably not too many Tom Foys in the hobby uh so probably not i think he had a four call but i i honestly just can't remember so i'm sorry about that tom and i'm sorry that our episode got lost and so all of the nice things i said about you last week uh i would say again if i could remember what they were um but since i can't um we'll just mention that project and that we may be uh somehow involved in that going forward i'm not sure in what way but we'll see how that goes uh, another thing we did on Saturday that was a lot of fun is we we had what was it six or seven of the hosts of six of uh, the ICQ five, podcast five or six yeah I think five, it was think. six yeah come by and want to do a video interview with us which was surprising but also very cool um I remember Ed being there his DD five whatever whatever and Martin was there and Colin was there um and there were. Bill was there. Yeah, Frank. Frank, Frank was, was there. there. Yeah. A4FMH. Frank actually ran. Yeah, Frank
0: actually, Frank actually like, ran, yeah, the booth, ran. our booth right. for us. <laughs> so.
2: And uh, who was the one who was holding the mic?
0: Oh, that's uh, Bill, uh, yeah. Bill. That was yeah, Bill.
3: Bill
2: right. Okay. And I think there was one other mm, who didn't say so. much, but he was kind of like on the side. I, I don't, don't. I think don't...
0: so. I think there's only five people out there.
2: Well, there are five people out there and then right, Frank, Frank the that was inside. So, right. yeah. But anyway, that was a lot of fun. I, I looked on YouTube earlier today did not see that interview on their their channel. So, I'm not sure what's up with that. There are, There is other hand-mentioned content. So, I don't know if they just haven't posted it yet or whatever. Maybe they didn't like us. Oh, well, there's always that. That's possible.
3: <laughs> no, they're just getting to it. I, I just, I've been watching their videos slowly trickle in. So, it looks like they're slowly getting them all edited and posted. Uh, they've had a few were posted uh, yesterday, a few were posted today. So, uh,
0: yeah, I think time, they're getting so. to
2: it. Right. And I noticed, uh, yeah. I listened to their Hamvention 2019 like, podcast episode, and we, we weren't featured there either, but none of the podcasters were in that. They only did vendors. Right. So, either they're planning on doing a different one that's an audio version of the podcaster interviews or they're just going to leave that for YouTube. Not really sure. I'm completely speculating at this point. Um, But we also talked to them a little bit before the interview and a little bit afterwards and they're all they're really great we had i thought we had a great conversation about that it was fun to have frank actually inside like <laughs> taking running care our of our booth. booth yeah
0: yeah i kept like poking <laughs> through the door like you know tapping me on the shoulder handing me money i was like okay thanks <laughs> Yeah, yeah so. cuz apparently
2: nobody <laughs> pointed out where the donation box was. box
0: was yeah right.
2: <laughs> so um but yeah that was great so we want to definitely thank all of them colin martin and the whole crew the whole
0: crew for uh, doing
2: that yeah yeah for coming out and, and talking to us and uh doing that interview it was fun to talk to everybody especially frank for for stepping up and 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 uh tending to the booth for the 20 or 25 minutes that we were outside right you know handling all the other stuff so um yeah that was really great we gave him some of our merchandise and Hopefully they'll uh, make some use out of that. I told uh, Colin and Martin that they needed to uh, toast us or something.
0: <laughs> yeah, using shot <laughs> glasses or whatever, glasses, yeah. what,
2: whatever. So hopefully they'll do that or or whatever. And um, you know maybe we need to follow up and see if we can have some uh, future interactions with the ICP mm-hmm. podcast because um, you know since then I've actually started listening to them again, and they do a really good job. They do they do a sort of like quasi roundtable style news segments and then they do interviews with vendors and they they talk about a lot of amateur radio stuff they're they're solely focused on amateur radio but they do bring when when a vendor has something that's in the open source world or runs on linux or something like that they definitely they make do a point talk to, it, to talk right. about it so that's really cool
0: yeah and they're a bunch of you know very cool fun guys so
2: yep they very much are for brits they're great no just kidding
0: wow (laughs) not all
2: of them them. that's true well it started out it started out as being um what is it one one of them is in ireland and one of them is in the uk is that what it was there was a german no, no, no. But at the very beginning. At the very beginning. Oh, I know. No. Martin and Colin are father and son, but one of them lives in the UK. Martin, I think, lives in London. And I think Colin lives in Ireland.
0: Ireland. Right. Yeah. That's what our well, that's what Colin said. So
2: <laughs> right. And then since then they've expanded. They now have like eleven I don't know what you want to call them I thought host correspondents. Maybe thirteen. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Spread like, all, all, all over, over the world. Year. Yeah, all over the world. So
2: Yeah. So yeah, they're definitely doing something right. They've got over three hundred episodes out there. And you know. So go get a listen if you haven't. I mean, surely if you're listening to us, because I, 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 it's funny because I hear them talk about what, when I'm listening to their show, they're talking about people who listen to our show because I know they've mentioned um Don, K2, k uh ysi KB2YSI, right. and uh, several other people that I know are listeners and supporters of our show. So surely if you are listening to us, you're probably listening to them. But if you aren't, you definitely should.
0: Yeah, you definitely need to go over there. So...
2: All right, Bill, was there anything you can remember from last Saturday that you want to talk about? <laughs> it pretty much was a blur.
0: It's um, <laughs> the whiskey talking. No, I didn't have a, <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah, no, I did have a couple of cool uh, little chats with people as I came by the booth, including uh, one gentleman, uh, Mike Herring, uh, K E 4 R G Y. He stopped by the booth and I was noticing his call sign because my original call sign was K E 4 R G H. Wow so we are licensed same uh, time, pretty close to right? the same time yeah <laughs> so, he's like yeah i haven't really met anybody with like a call sign right close to yeah. mine <laughs> and i was like yeah this is pretty cool i, I told him when i got my license uh, at the uh, at the hamfest in melbourne and i think he got his somewhere in the, if i remember correctly i think he got it at the shelby hamfest in north carolina oh, no i did see
2: that there was a group there was a group who was wandering around from nashville New hampshire remember right yeah um, one of the members of that group, Bill was unfortunately out of the booth at the time he wandered by, Right, but his call sign was ne one R D. Oh, and- I've, I've talked to him on the radio. Okay. But he actually wandered by the booth, but since you were gone, I didn't like stop cause he wasn't, he didn't stop. So I wasn't uh. going, um, but I did see him go by. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. they, yeah, they I did they hear actually, he was in the thing.
0: They, yeah, the so. National people stopped by the booth and I said something, along the lines of russ of oh look there's people from from home for you right. and he's like where is home and it said nashua on their name tags i was like nashua new hampshire no i was trying and- to figure
2: out the city because they had a map on their shirt that had the star right like but you where- didn't
0: know where that was well, right. i was trying
2: to pick out where the star was without looking at
0: their name their tag. name tag
2: because right. i knew it said where they were and i was close i said salem nashua was really close to there but <laughs> so
0: right yeah, I think they got, uh,
3: I'm trying to remember, but I heard, like, was was there the ones that was picked at like, the Club of the Year or something like that? I don't know. Maybe
2: That I, I can't I speak of, to.
3: I kind of vaguely heard about that, and of course I remembered it because of uh, uh, Scott's call sign, N-E-1-R-D, All and right. uh, I, I think so, okay, N-2-N-R-V, says he thinks so, too. Yeah, I think so. I think they won the Club of the Year, Oh, so uh, that was cool. pretty cool
2: could do hampshire did did i interrupt your story about k4rgh or was there no
3: no No, i was just wanting to say i had a really good call you know talk with him and stuff like that so uh yeah he was also a listener so even more Uh, so
2: you also said you had two things you wanted to talk about there was or two conversations there was that one and apparently another one um, uh that was a blur uh yeah yeah you
3: know there was there were several things that i you know i kind of realized after the fact you know we talked about uh our booth neighbors down the way we had uh the great scott gadgets was down there um uh who else was there um uh tapper was down there but there was this booth that was in between great scott gadgets and uh uh the booth that shall not be named
2: right
3: yeah, the PK link booth, which I still can't find any information on. So uh, if you all know anything about it, I actually sent an email to the great Scott Gadgets guys, not only to see if they uh, were interested in coming on the show and just chatting and seeing where they're at with some of the projects that they got going around, but also uh, whether they whether they were the ones that gave this place a uh, booth space because uh, they weren't registered on the vendor list anywhere. Oh, so interesting. I was, so I was trying to figure out what it was.
2: And we wanted to like- interview them, but when we were gonna do it on Sunday, and they didn't show up, <laughs> so yeah,
3: yeah, I think they showed up like really late, like after we'd already kind of picked up,
2: right, yeah,
0: yeah, apparently, there was a couple of people that did that because there was one person that complained on something that I it was actually on a ham radio group that I'm on in Facebook, just ham radio in general, and one person said, you know, okay, you jerks." Uh, I had car problems getting to Hamvention on Sunday, and somebody stole all the stuff out of my booth. And I was like, "Oh!" And apparently, there was all of his booth stuff was gone. Uh, he apparently thought he was going to be in the flea market, and they put him inside, so his pop-up tent was gone, which was, I guess, laying in the back of his booth. And I was like, "Oh." OK, Jeez, yeah. so
2: I will say this for people who only go on Sunday. If you want to experience the W2IHY booth, don't bother because they don't stay.
0: No, yeah, they pack up Saturday <laughs> night. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, which it would be yeah, quite a few. vendors. it would be too. really nice if they wouldn't park out halfway in the aisle.
2: Yeah. The, spread
0: their booth halfway out into the aisle because that right, was that, causing it.
2: Uh, no, no, no. I'm not,
0: I'm not bad. I'm not bad I'm not bad mouthing them. It just causes a major bottleneck right there because that's right inside a door, so <laughs> but
2: Yeah. And they have two spots anyway, they should be able to figure it out. But.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: <sighs> yeah, they just have all their chair set up out
3: the aisle. So it yeah. makes it a little bit a little bit inconvenient for yeah, people it to get out of that side yeah. there, but um, but yeah, not, they're normally pretty good neighbors. Oh, yeah, yeah, problems yep. with them, so and then we always have uh, the, what, the nuts and bolts magazine right next to uh, us. Yeah, nuts and bolts, or nuts, next nuts and bolts and servo. Yeah, those yep. are the nuts and bolts and servo. Yeah, that's what yep. I was, uh, yeah, yeah.
0: And then uh, uh <clears throat> ham radio deluxe is on the other side of <laughs> which is always and they had
3: non stop people at the register, yeah, so, they did,
0: uh, which kind of blocked uh, us from getting out of our booth, but yeah, <laughs> whatever. So And they were kind of snarky nice to us on (laughs) Thursday. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: That's all right. They're fine. If if people want to use Ham Radio Deluxe, I mean, it's not like we can stop them.
1: (laughs) All
3: right. No, no. Yep. What else was there? Um, Yeah. (laughs) just thinking about uh, something.
2: Indiana Whiskey was good. Yeah, the Indiana Whiskey was very good. I honestly don't remember. I remember it came from Starlight. Indiana, but I don't remember the name of it. I could probably look it up real quick because uh, there probably aren't too many whiskeys out of Starlight, Indiana.
3: Yeah. I took a picture of the bottle before we left. Starlight <laughs> is
2: apparently down, like if you start in Indianapolis and take I 65 down south away from Indianapolis, it's very near the Indianapolis uh, border. Kentucky. It's Kentucky, yeah, right?
0: Kentucky,
3: yeah,
2: yeah Indianapolis Kentucky border.
3: Yeah, Starlight Distillery. This was a Carl T. Indiana straight bourbon whiskey, copper pot distilled, uh, forty-seven point five five volume, made ninety-five proof.
2: Yep, yeah, very good. So well, there you go. Yeah,
3: it was pretty, pretty tasty.
2: I, I will say that I got we got a couple of Ohio bourbons as well. We got one that was in from Fairborn, Ohio, which is actually not too far from. It's right Dayton. outside Dayton, right. Um. And then we got another one called Tom's Foolery, which is in Chagrin Falls, Ohio. Yeah. And that one was actually quite a good bourbon. That was a six-year-aged bottled-in-bond bourbon. And we had sort of mixed reactions to it when we tried it the first time. But I have to say... Bill liked it and you didn't, right? I, I wasn't real keen on it right up front, but I've got to tell you, it's really growing on me. Nice. That's that's a really really good bourbon. So
3: yeah, it was just such an interesting flavor. Yeah, it just it hit hit my palate so differently. I was like, wow, this is kind <laughs> of interesting. I don't really know if I don't like it or I do
0: like it or <laughs>
3: it, uh, yeah, it yeah, just it just seemed different. You know, it was uh it was definitely uh definitely had a whole different uh, palate. See, right.
0: Cheryl stays in the room for all this stuff, so. <laughs> Maybe I should wander were, outside you more the room. Often.
2: You tried it too. No, I some, did yeah. try it. I know. <laughs> so. uh, yeah, it,
0: well, and I actually said, I think I said the same thing. That's interesting. You yeah, so it
2: was definitely one of the more different. See, it and because it has a six-year age on it, it hits me the same as Eagle Rare. I don't think I've done a review of Eagle Rare yet. Oh have that um yet. But it's a seven-year. No, it's a ten year. Sorry, Eagle Rare is a ten year age bourbon. Something most bourbons that I've talked about, like they don't get aged that long. Bourbons yeah, that get usually aged, three years. Two yeah, or three years. One, two, three, four years, right. somewhere in there. Once bourbon gets aged really long, we're talking six, seven, 10, 15 years. Whatever, right. Things happen. <laughs> uh, they they and take not on necessarily a, for a good way right, either. You know, but they take on a very different character. So that was, I think, some of what we were getting in the Tom's foolery. So, all right. Well, anyway, you know, turn good. this into a whiskey review. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's really good.
3: So, <laughs> well, we did try to turn the trip into a whiskey well, review. So. Maybe next time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we kind of do though between the visit with Hutch
3: oh.
2: and booze. Oh, we yeah. need to we need to say something about that we have got to, and we're going to start now we're going to start right now making sure that people come to this thing we do beforehand mentioned
0: <laughs> yes because not only is the food amazing but this year if if anybody had come which nobody did even though people did rsvp which is kind of disappointing um you know hutch was giving anybody that came with us
2: he basically brought the kitchen to the table
0: well right but no but the thing was anybody that ate there and brought their qsl card got the employee rate for food which is half price which is an amazing deal number one number two for us he brought we had samples i'm pretty sure of 99 percent of the foods that he prepares in his restaurant, on our table. We had etouffee, we had jambalaya, we had gumbo, we had tasso and tails, we had garlic soup, we had a barbecue pulled pork po' boy, we had barbecue shrimp and tasso, what else did we have there was a lot more food well, th- than yeah, that yeah there was yeah. a lot
2: more than that we don't have to go into everything you right. brought out because there were some secret stuff too we can't really right. talk about
0: yeah we can't talk about but one one <gasps> thing that russ absolutely loves that he doesn't have on his menu anymore right he actually made a dish for each one of us
2: yeah i know which was ridiculous
0: yeah yes. we could have so- <laughs> shared a dish but yeah so
2: the point being you need to come to this <laughs> yes you definitely do you i mean it is worth it it's not like we're trying to just get people to come show up just so we, you know we can say like, you showed up like or whatever you feel like we're special or something like that no you, you have to understand hutch goes all out <laughs> yeah he,
0: go, he goes out of his way actually so to when, make sure that we're well fed with delicious food so, so. the
2: wednesday before him mentioned next year whatever day that's going to be um if you're anywhere near Indianapolis and you feel like you can stop and spend an hour at a Cajun restaurant, you must yeah do you it. must
0: come <laughs> yeah or even even make plans to you know maybe instead of leaving your house on Wednesday to get there on Thursday, make plans to leave on Tuesday to get there on Wednesday. Well, yeah, a lot of
2: people a- have to drive through that area to get there. To get there, right? So.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll actually be there on May thirteenth next year. Um, so
2: yeah keep that in mind i just i just want to say uh, you know for the folks who can come and i know lots of people have to travel through the indianapolis area to get to hamilton or whatever if you're leaving a day early or if you're somewhere near there and can just come you you must come
0: <laughs> yeah or even even if you can't be there on wednesday night to eat with us plan on being there on thursday evening and i'm sure hutch would would extend the bring me your qsl card i'll give you the discount yeah if you mentioned even that, on thursday that night we talked
2: about it, and yeah, it yeah yeah
0: yeah and we're i
1: i can tell him.
0: him right yeah. yeah we're not speaking for him so don't hold me to that but i'm sure if you said look i listened to linux in the ham shack you know here's my qsl card you know i'm sure he would set you up with some food and the food is absolutely amazing and
2: don't don't feel like if you're if you've got this thing where you say I don't like Cajun food, <laughs> yeah, don't let that stop you because I guarantee you, no, because he has he
0: has non, you know, like I'm I'm not a huge fan of Cajun food, but when we go there, there is a rosemary chicken po boy on his menu that I absolutely love. It's not spicy in any way. It's absolutely amazing, and that's usually what I get. If I don't get that. If I, if I do want to take a step out into the spicy side, I get the barbecue shrimp. And the shrimp are the size of small horses. You know, you get like six on your plate and they're massive. You know, and they're amazing. So, you know, yes, if you look at these menu, you're going to kind of recoil because the shrimp is $20. But there's like five or six shrimp on the plate. And trust me, you'll be plenty full, you know, by the time you you eat that, because you also get bread, and what do they call it? Cajun butter, which is like a balsamic butter that they put on a plate. You know, yeah. they dip your bread in.
2: So, so, uh, so without without dragging this out forever, yeah, just make sure you come next year. It's well worth your time. <laughs> so. And yes, uh, uh, Hutch, Hutch actually let go of some of his recipes, and we will be giving out some of his recipes in Cheryl's Recipe Corner yes. in upcoming episodes.
0: I think probably next week will be garlic soup. So so that, for that. that that's, my, uh, that's been my go-to this week. So.
2: All right. So anything else we need to touch on? I do have down here that I want to talk about attendance and foot traffic. I will say that uh, for those who asked, who came by the booth and asked about foot traffic, usually other vendors that we talk to, I thought that the foot traffic seemed lower this year. I think attend- i don't know if attendance was lower. I don't know if they published the final I don't think attendance. Published that, yet. yeah. Um, right. Yeah, normally
3: it takes about a month or so. So it
2: felt like the 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 traffic that we saw was less. However, it was constant, and I think part of that was to do with the weather, and part of that had to do with just the way things kind of went this year. And I know we talked about this a little bit, but I did feel like. We got exactly the kind of traffic we wanted because everyone who got to the booth, we were able to talk to them, whether it was for 30 seconds or five minutes, um, and there was never a dull moment. We didn't have a moment where there was like time where we could have and go wander off or anything. There's always somebody handy, but it felt like we always had the opportunity to have the conversation we needed to have with whoever came by. Right,
0: which hasn't happened in the last couple of years. People to me seem to come in waves, where you would be absolutely (laughs) overloaded with people, and you couldn't talk to everybody. Right, and then you'd sit for twenty minutes twiddling your thumbs, basically. So,
2: and I didn't see that this year. So i I would I would guess that the overall attendance is going to, when that number comes out, that it's going to be lower. But it,
0: but it was a steady stream of people, and but it was steady, and
2: I think for us at least, it was more valuable. Time that we were able to spend with the people who came by. Mm -hmm. So,
3: yeah, yeah. And I've heard from the uh, other vendors that like the sales were up. So, like uh, the vendors that came with a limited quantity of stuff, they sold out pretty early on Saturday and uh, they were pretty happy with the overall turnout of uh, purchasing people. So, uh, that's cool. That can't be a bad thing. And, uh, you know, I think what we dealt with in the previous years was uh, bad weather. And, uh, like you mentioned before, the weather was amazing. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah it, it was it, yeah there's no it rain great. or anything yeah <laughs> we had and that one really storm that, that blew through yeah. yeah yeah but the storm blew through at like you know four o'clock in the morning or something yeah for the last two years yep. yeah the last two years the rain it was off and on during the day all day long well
2: so yeah, there was we one storm that was like in. on yeah. friday afternoon or something but it was brief and no one seemed to be bothered by it we yeah it was like a-
0: 10 minutes <laughs> long or something yeah, yeah. so
2: we heard a couple of rumbles of thunder, and that was about it. So, yeah. And yeah. Overall, I mean, and yeah, uh, you know, for the most part, the grounds were fine. Um, we noticed there there wasn't a building six, right? There was no tent. There was
3: no. A, I didn't see it. Uh, there was a tent out towards the entrance. I didn't oh, go out there. there. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't go out there to actually take a look at it. There may have been vendors out there. I'm not sure, but yeah, there was a there was a tent out there for sure because I, uh, okay. I did kind of make a quick run around the whole place on uh, Sunday um and i did get over to building one and kind of poked my head out there and out the front of it i did see a tent but i didn't see that monster tent that was there last year so i think maybe it's just like the entrance tent and maybe a couple of uh a couple of vendors Uh, i did notice uh, a lot of the vendors that were in tents were inside this year um so that
2: may speak to some reduction in the number of vendors
3: yeah, I think I think people did say that the vendor list did a, kind of shrink a little bit. So uh, you know, that's probably not necessarily a bad thing for the venue in order to get it all in there.
1: Right.
3: Um, they did a uh, they did uh, strap all those uh, all those uh, uh, tailgater spots right up to the buildings over by building uh, four true. and five, uh, which they didn't have that last year. They just had them sort of out in the grass and sort of around the around the track. But this year they had them right against the building as well. So. A lot of a uh, lot of lot of stuff out there in the uh, in the uh, in the tailgating area. I I didn't get a chance to go out there much either. You know, just on the way back and forth to the bathroom, I kind of poked my head out around our buildings, and there was some uh, interesting <laughs> gear and stuff like that around there. But uh, nothing I was interested in buying. I think uh, my only uh, my only hamvention purchase was a was a book from the bookstore when we were waiting for our dinner.
2: Okay, I will say I I did go out once because there was something specific I was looking for, and the place where I finally bought it from was MFJ. I actually went to the MFJ booth to buy the stuff that I was looking for.
0: But that's inside.
2: This is inside. This is yeah. a, this is a different commentary, not about gotcha, inside gotcha, versus outside. <laughs> One thing I want to say is, and I don't mean this in a disrespectful way, but MFJ has the dumbest booth ever.
0: <laughs> well, some of some of the vendors do.
2: They the way they have their booth set up is a nightmare as far as doing sales i don't know why they thought it was a good idea i don't know if bill actually made it by the mfj booth I, did and I, that, yeah. I assume this is the way they set up every time but yeah. they have all of their products in, like in a wall that surrounds the booth right. but the people are inside the wall the, the wall right so you can see all of their products that's fine but it was a nightmare to figure out how how to, uh, how to actually buy something, <laughs> right? <laughs> and I wanted to buy something.
3: <laughs> now, mind you, that was on Sunday, right? So uh, you know they're all kind of ready for the weekend to roll out and be done with. Right? It. They're thinking about, geez, we're gonna pack all this crap up and put it in the truck again and stuff right. like that. But uh, I did notice uh, the couple times that I made it out there during the during the uh, show on Friday and Saturday to run over to the K two BSA booth. The uh, they did have people sort of out there in front of the product and stuff like that, but uh, it is a very noisy looking booth because they just have so much stuff. And I mean, you've, you've all seen the MFJ catalog, it's just a million different little things. And you know, they own you know, Kushcraft and
1: uh, everything and on. everything else.
3: Right. So it's like, yeah, I mean, they could put a lot of stuff out there. And uh, I, I guess, uh, of course, the rig pie is out finally, so a lot of people were interested in that and saw a lot of uh. A lot of traction on people around that particular item in their booth
2: right and i heard icq podcast talking about that and we of course talked to howard nurse w6hn about the rig pi that's finally been released it's the mfj1234 really easy to remember <laughs> um and it comes in at 299 bucks if you want to buy one of those so
0: <laughs> yeah and actually russ said something about having a um pi as an echolink server next year maybe? i
2: was thinking about setting up a mobile echolink in the car uh, just connecting a Raspberry Pi to SVX link uh, with an antenna and connecting it via mobile internet and just, you know, having an link, a mobile echolink in the car.
0: <laughs> Ooh.
2: So, fancy. Yeah, fancy.
0: Yeah, I mean, he gets all fancy like that. <laughs>
2: yeah. There's no reason why it can't be done. I mean, right? Hopefully we're no, not no, taking two not. cars
0: to Hamvention next year. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: hopefully not. I don't think that's going to happen again. Oh, uh, boy. All right, so we have anything else we want to touch on before I get down to the role of donors for this year?
0: I don't know. Was there anything else that we needed to mention?
2: Well, I didn't get a chance to explore very much. Bill didn't either. He, I know, he went to the KTBSA and talked to Tom, and you know, talked to a few other people. And I know some of the folks came by and talked to him at the booth. I, I mean, made I a, just talked I made to a everybody.
0: Quick run through through the booths, uh, through the other buildings a couple of times, right. and talked to. Um, um, uh, Jeremy is that his name?
2: Oh, I J Z. Yes. Okay, F seven I J Z. Yeah. From the workbench. Yeah, from the
0: workbench. Yeah. Yep. I talked to him a couple times. He said he was going to stop by the booth. I don't think he ever stopped by. No,
3: I don't remember ever seeing him. So he did a run by and did a wave. Oh, did he? Okay. <laughs> he did okay. oh, yeah. Yeah. He did like a wave a by. <laughs> I
0: I kept like popping by him on my way to the bathroom. And he was yeah. like, "I'm gonna run by the booth," and I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> knock yourself out." You know. Well, I think so, they were trying to
3: do it differently this year. I listened to their uh, their their wrap up show and stuff like that, and they were talking about they wanted to really be in the booth this year instead of running around doing interviews.
0: Well, so, yeah, because uh, in the past we would see him a dozen times. So yeah,
3: yeah, exactly. So this time they wanted to stay closer to the booth and just you know let the people come to them and talk to them and really get a, <clears throat> a good talk with their. Their listeners and stuff like that, which is uh, you know exactly what we do every time. <laughs> right. Know? Yeah. That's pretty much. We always exactly have ideas. Yeah. Always have ideas of grandeur to go out and do interviews, but it's like, uh, yeah, no, you know, anytime. There's we're never the booth,
0: any time. Yeah, somebody well, comes
3: looking for us. It's like, oh yeah, so and so is here. You know, what? What he has? Uh, oh yeah, Bruce Perrins stopped
2: by. You oh, that's know, right. Yeah. That's right.
0: Oh, Yeah, Bruce Perrins did stop by. So.
2: K six BP. He did stop by, and we will probably be talking to him on a future episode. So that would be cool. Yeah. There were lots of people who stopped by. Like in the chat room tonight, we had n nrv he definitely stopped by. Uh yep. Don, KC9ZMY, he definitely stopped by. Um who else? Did anybody who's in the chat room tonight stop by? I don't I don't remember seeing Ted there. I don't think Ted left his no. cave no. to get to <laughs> <so>. <laughs> um but yeah. Oh and Mike. Um I don't see Mike in the list anymore. Oh wait, I'm I'm not on Discord, so Mike is still there. K eight M J he he definitely was there.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah so we
3: had a kind of good 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 visits by a lot of the listeners and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, we always yeah. get the always get the ones that uh, are new listeners or or maybe haven't popped into the chat or something like that. So uh it's nice to nice to hear from them as well and I think a few more a few more donors popped by the booth too.
2: Oh, we had lots of people come by people. and say, "Oh, I'm a listener of the I'm show." A listener, I'm a listener, right. right. Yeah. Love the show, love what you do, keep doing the thing blah blah blah. Yeah, we had we had lots of folks stop by. You know, call signs yeah. I recognized and many that I didn't. So
0: yeah, no, there were there were several people that walked up to me and said, you know, love the podcast, love the fact that you're doing recipes. You know, six months ago I made your blah blah recipe, which is actually kind of nice. I'm like, oh wow, okay, so somebody actually is, you know, fixing you know whatever I I have a recipe for. So. And a lot of people are like, "Oh yeah, you know, it was amazing." And I was like, "Okay, whatever." So, <laughs>
2: Well, no, we were talking to the folks from ICQ about how weird it is to have people come up to you and say, you know, that they listen and that they like what you're doing, and blah, blah, right, right. blah. Just the just the idea of being on the the sort of celebrity side of being a celebrity is just weird as hell to me. I mean, <laughs> uh, <yeah>, kind of. <laughs> even so. if it's a even if it's just a you know small regional whatever you want to call it limited version, Li- of celebrity. yeah,
0: limited, yeah. limited uh, listenership, I guess. So yeah,
2: it's it's still weird though. Yeah, but I'm glad that people are out there, and I'm glad they're listening. So, and I'm glad we're putting out information that they can actually use because we had several people come up and say that you know I did this thing or I was getting into ham radio and didn't know where to go, and I listened to your podcast I and I was able to do line. this and Yeah. yeah. You know, Bill's uh, how to install Ubuntu has been helpful for people and, and all kinds of things. So
0: I actually sent several people to that those YouTube videos because they're like, you yeah. know, you guys would be gone or you guys would be busy and they lock up and go, So how do I get in you know, how do I get Linux going on my computer? I'm like, We have videos regarding that. Go here. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, and they would be like, Okay, so what do I do? And I'm like, just watch the videos. That's all you need to do. If you have questions yeah. after you're done, send us an email. Somebody will answer you. So,
3: yep, Yeah. Speaking of which, I mean, we had a, quite a few people ask some detailed questions that needed some more uh, context, both from them and from us. And uh, I definitely uh, told people, you know, send us an email at info at LHS dot info. And it goes to all of us. We we'll all get it. Uh, you know, hit us up on social media or. Uh, whatever, but you know, if you definitely hit the email, we'll all get it and uh we'll we'll try to get back to you as soon as possible on some of those items. And uh I know I know we had a few specific ones that I, I can't remember off the top of my head. This is why I wanted you to email me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't walk around with a you know tablet or a you know notepad or pencil. All right, making like it, like notes, I yeah. Uh, I, I should I should make notes. Um but yeah, yeah, I know I know I told you guys to to email us. So go ahead and email us those questions. And uh, and tell us what's going on so we can uh, help you you get over those humps and stuff like that and, uh, you know, have a successful Linux installation in your ham shack.
2: Yep, absolutely. And I told several people to email us if they had questions or concerns about the disks and all that. And I do want to remind everyone that since we did hit our funding goal, all the disks were just given away. They
0: were gone, yeah.
2: Uh, they went rather quickly, <laughs> um, but we did not ask for additional donations for those. We just anybody who wanted a disc and said, hey, I want to try out this thing. They just, Here you go, have a we just gave so, them a disc, yeah. and they they flew off the shelves. So,
3: And we sold out a thumb drive, too. or did you have one? Uh, we had over?
2: three left over. Three left over. Mm, so
3: the next went year. Quite a yep. few of those. Yep, we went yeah. through
2: like 22 of the thumb drives um, once we went through the discs, and uh, overall, I think we had a real successful time. So I do want to run down through the list of uh, the folks who donated to our GoFundMe campaign who actually sent me there. This was actually on a loop uh, on our big screen, big screen back- TV. Yeah. So everyone who was a Patreon or a PayPal supporter and everyone who donated to the GoFundMe campaign was actually shown through the entire show. So your name showed up. Uh, I'm going to give... Uh, initials for those folks who left anonymous donations for the GoFundMe. Uh, but here are the people who donated to the GoFundMe and, and got us to Hamvention and made Hamvention 2019 successful for Linux and the shack We have Don Gover. We know who he is. We have Don Rhodes. We know who he is. Michael Johnson, Corey Shields, Steve Sainer, Rich harover Maria Myers, Ed Matthews, Christopher Pokulski, Robert Orenberg, uh, VJ, can't say who that one is. <laughs> uh, Steve sandelier Steve Metcalf, Fred Cole, J A K H D B, Thomas Foy, J B, Paul Griffith, Michael Jacobs, Ernie Johnston, Steve Hart, Pat Collins, M M D C, Pete Caffrey, Stacy Kirkpatrick, and E L. So, so if you were marked as anonymous on the GoFundMe, you just heard your initials there, so you know who you are but no one else does right well we know who you are too sort of kind of yeah <laughs> Yeah, we know what your name is but that's that's about it but many thanks to everyone who supports us in all the ways they support us whether it's through feedback listenership monetary donations however um we can't thank you enough and we're sincerely humbled by all the support we do get here at linux in the ham shack and yeah, with that, we should probably let people like go to sleep or something. <laughs> yeah, we could go we eat have, right have dinner. dinner still in yeah. the oven. Yeah, we... <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been like baking at two hundred degrees for the last hour. <laughs> no,
0: per- well, no, it's no, off it did now. it did yeah.
2: turn off. That's right. So, yeah. but we should probably go get it while it's warm. So, in the chat room tonight, we had Dan kf5tqn, Fred n2nrv. Thanks for taking that picture and sending it to us. By the way, yes, Fred, thank was, you very much. It was great to meet you there at mention. Uh, we had Ted, W-A-Z-O-E-I-R, Mike, who's one of our fine supporters, and we met at Hamvention this year uh, and in previous years, too, not just this year. Not this year. Yeah, uh, K8MJ and Don, K-C-9-Z-M-Y. And with that, I think we should go ahead and wrap this up. Yeah. So thanks, everybody, for a successful Hamvention 2019. We look to forward to seeing everybody again in 2020. And this has been episode number 286 of Linux in the Hamshack. I'm Russ, K5TUX.
3: I'm Cheryl, W5MOO. And I'm Bill, four 4rd 73